At first, I didn't take the assignment all that seriously. I was to attend a memorial and a rally for a murdered 15-year-old girl. I was told she was a lesbian, that Newark's queer community was coalescing around her death as a rallying cry. As I walked the six blocks from my radio station to the rally site at Broad and Market in inner-city Newark, New Jersey, I genuinely didn't understand the significance of Sakia Gunn's murder. In the early hours of May 11, 2003, Sakia and four other Black young women were returning home after hanging out at the Chelsea Piers in New York City, then a popular refuge where queer kids could find peace, acceptance, and belonging. After getting off the commuter train, they decided to wait for the bus at the corner of Broad and Market. Zakia's best friend, Valencia Bailey, recounted the story for me in her first ever press interview in 20 years. We're out there swinging on the, uh, under the scaffold, just on the poles, just having a good time, pull-ups, just swinging back and forth, having a good time. Two men approached the group in a vehicle. One of them got out and began coming on to one of the more femme-presenting girls. We had already told them, as soon as they pulled up, nah, we're gay, we're, we're, we're fine, we're okay. Um, they still continue to continue. Sakia stepped in and told him they weren't interested because they were lesbians. A brief scuffle ensued. Right then, that moment, it was just like, oh my God, because you bleed. And she looked down. She stopped. She looked down at me. She looked down at her shirt. And then she looked back at me. She took like maybe two, three steps and stumbled back and hit the ground. The man stabbed Sakia with the knife, then hopped back in the vehicle, and they drove off. 15-year-old Sakia Gunn, an openly gay, masculine-presenting, popular teen, bled out in the arms of her best friend, Valencia. I seen her shirt go from white to red within less than a second, because she ran behind me. So once I seen her hit the ground... I um, I ran. I immediately ran to her, and it was like, "Come on, cuz, get up, get up, get up, get up, get up." While covering the story, I naively expected to witness another pivotal moment in the national queer rights movement, something akin to the outcry following the horrific murder of Matthew Shepard just five years earlier. Only this time, it would center around a gender non-conforming black girl. But nothing happened. After Broad and Market, we'll look at why. I'm Jenna Flanagan, a broadcast journalist at WNET. Listen to After Broad and Market everywhere you get your podcasts and visit pbs.org slash chasing the dream to learn more. Co-produced by the WNET Group and LWC Studios.